0: The Fantasy Hockey Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll. $250, $250 cash and a $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. And welcome into the Fantasy Hockey Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me tonight is my brother, Nick Olszak. How are we
1: doing, sir? Doing good, doing good. I uh, got back in the win column last week on the Fantasy Front. Sitting in unfamiliar territory in fourth place. Uh, you sitting right ahead of me, sitting pretty in third place. But, uh, yeah, got some work to do this week. Stay in the wind column and get back up in the standings. But outside of that, on the college hockey front, uh, took an 18-2 to win uh, in an exhibition game over the weekend. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. I was going <laughs> to
0: say, like, key key uh, criteria there for the game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Key what did you, you have, like, eight points? I had
1: five. Oh, stop stop Uh, traffic. Yeah. We put up three goals and two assists. But I also know you got some uh, news on the hockey front, too, outside of fantasy hockey. Yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. I'm going to be uh, coaching uh, high school hockey for uh, Bullis High School. It's a private high school in Maryland. And yeah, so I went to my first practice today. I wasn't able to get on the ice because I had to, you know, hockey parents and players out there listening to the podcast. I'm sure you're familiar with the, you know, strenuous and, um, you know, vigorous screening process that there is for coaches. Right. So it's a, it's a very good thing. You know, if like you're a parent, and you, you want, you know, these people to be like overly pre-qualified. But when you're a coach going through it, it's it can be kind of a hassle. <laughs> the last 48 hours, uh, you know, a lot of background checks, a lot of fingerprinting. And then finally today I had to go meet somebody in person and I was able to get uh you know to the rink and meet the boys and uh you know watch some practice. And yeah, we got our we got our first game tomorrow. So I'm excited. We're mm-hmm. getting after it.
1: Yeah, um, better patter, so-
0: get at her. Pitter patter, get at her. Let's go. Uh, but let's dive into tonight's show. Don't want to get it too off, uh, too far off base here. N- you know, Nick and I could do a, an entire podcast of you know coaching and playing hockey alone. Uh, tonight we are talking about uh, pretty exclusively to the waiver wire. We're talking about players that we feel we can drop. Maybe we need to drop them. Maybe they're worth a hold on our roster and in exchange for maybe some trending guys that we're looking at off of the waiver wire. I know last week we focused a lot more on goalies. This week we're going to be focusing more on forwards and defense. So let's get into it. Uh, Be sure to uh, drop a a review for us, a positive review and download the episode as well from Spotify. All right, let's uh, dig in here. First droppable player that I have up here, Nick. I think you actually own him. We've got Gabriel Velarde. He's at the top of the charts here uh, as far as like most dropped in the past uh, 48 hours here on Yahoo platforms. He's had a cold run these past couple of games, but I believe he's on line one uh, with Kopitar and Kempe. I I follow is on the IR here. Is this uh, repositioning of him or potentially the schedule coming up? make you feel good about holding him, or are you looking to pivot off of Gabriel Velarde?
1: Uh, I'm actually looking to pivot off of him. I actually dropped him right before we hit the air just to get an extra well, game you for the day. But, I guess you uh, must no, have saw look- the
0: sheet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> doing a little bit of a deep dive into him, I was looking, and I saw, yeah, he is on the first line, and he's on power play one on this really hot team, and he's still not doing anything, so I'm not convinced that even with this good schedule coming up, he's not going to do much more. So, yeah, he was definitely someone that was uh, an easy drop candidate for me. I held on to him for a while. He had a few good uh, games down the stretch there. But, yeah, right now mm-hmm. he's definitely on a cold spell. And, yeah, maybe if he picks back up and gets been back in the goals and assists column, I might reconsider his position.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What, what I've kind of noticed is that he's playing well at home. You know, you look at these last mm-hmm. several home games here, and that's when he's scored. He hasn't scored on the road. I think, just, I think he's just scored on the road just once in his last 10 games or so.
1: yeah that's yeah only one goal on the road in 10 games yeah
0: and i guess that's what i found kind of interesting was just like eh, they're going on the road here 14th through the 19th it's really not the time to to, you know maybe buy in on him if we can maybe see that narrative maybe flip and see some better production on the road you know that would that would be nice he's got 10 goals so far i'm not sure how many games they've played in total the kings um, but he only has two goals in his last what seven games so He's definitely slowing down a bit. There was a stretch from the 25th through the end of the month where he had a goal in like four straight games. So it seems like he's kind of, you know, come off of that burner just a little bit. He's, he's, uh, you know, gotten up from the tables, as we say. So I don't, I don't love holding him, but I do, you know, like the fact that he is on line one. He is getting that power play time. That's really the only thing that's holding me up for me is like, you know, that hope that he's going to turn it around. I think in some more shallow leagues, you know, like, you know, a 10 teamer like you and I playing, I do think he's droppable. I do think in some deeper leagues, he's probably worth a hold, you know, because if um, I'll try to pull it up here where he ranks and just like total scoring in the league, I think he's still pretty, uh, pretty high up there. The league leader, I think is 15 Connor McDavid. Yeah. Yep. That's right. And he is at number 10 tied with a bunch of guys, uh, Kaprizov, Suzuki, Jason Robertson, dog, uh, Eric Carlson, Mark Shifley. So there's, there's a good group of guys right there. I certainly would believe, you know, a few of those guys like Kaprizov and Robertson to, you know, hold steady with that type of goal scoring. But, you know, guys like velardi and Carlson, I don't think, you know, share that same enthusiasm or confidence, we'll say. All right, next guy up we've got is, uh, Patrick Liney uh, headed to the IR, Nick. Uh, I believe he's going to be out maybe a month at most. Are you looking to hold him? He did show some promise before getting hurt.
1: Uh, Yeah, he definitely played a couple good games before getting hurt. But uh, right now, I wouldn't hold him for now. Columbus, they're not doing the best. Even though he's getting a lot of points, but they're not doing the best. It's affecting his plus minus. He's sitting at a minus four on the Mm -hmm. year. And before he went out, yeah, minus two. Did have a plus three game, but before that was a minus three and so that plus minus, I think, is a big thing for me, especially if you're in a categories league. That mm-hmm. plus minus is going to be a big thing to be able to get guys that are on the ice contributing. But, uh, no, I just am not a fan of using uh, an IR spot on them right now. Personally, mm-hmm. I am sitting pretty with Freddie Anderson on my IR, and so I would not want to put any try and uh, move anyone else around for my team personally. But if you have an IR spot open, it might mm-hmm. not be a bad idea, just not for me right now.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I also lost my ir my IR, eh, my ir spot. Can't speak today to Evander Kane. Wow, terrible injury getting uh, getting your uh, what was it, it was a wrist stepped on. That was uh, yeah. That was that was not cool. And he was on a great mm-hmm. run too. So yeah, I mean, I I do want to hold that ir spot for guys like that. Right, like if a goaltender comes up, see a Patrick Liney, like that's going to be that. Um, just because of how valuable they are, and if you know if you're. You know, if we're talking about an actual starter, obviously not someone you just grabbed off a of waivers for the night, but yeah, for me this is an easier one. Um, not someone that I'm looking to hold on a bad roster, like you said. They've only won what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One out of their last nine games. Two out of their last ten. Not ideal. What I will say that was good about him was that he was getting a lot of ice time. You know, the the the, the ice time you would assume would equate to better production down the road. But now with the injury, he's got a sprained ankle. That's that's going to be um, a, a, an easy drop for me, like I said. Going to be very, very tough to hold on to. Uh, next guy up here we've got is Mackenzie Weger of the Calgary Flames defenseman. He's 89% rostered, Nick. He's got four points on the season.
1: Yeah, that's why, crazy why,
0: to me. That's really high. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, especially this Calgary team so far. The last, Down the stretch here, they've made kind of a dumpster fire, I think is the best way to put it. They have not been able to... String wins together. Their offense has been very lackluster. Not being able to string it together. The defense, including Mackenzie Weger has not been there, and the goaltending has not been there at all. But with Mackenzie mm-hmm. Weger playing on this bad team, uh, he's, there's not much going for him right now. Um, I mean, they've won a couple games now. They beat L.A. the other night, and they beat Winnipeg. But, uh, no, he's definitely not someone that I would want to invest major Kaplan, for sure, especially at 89% mm. roster. I don't know why I, 89% of Yahoo owners want to hold a guy that only has four assists on the year. It just doesn't make sense to me. And, yeah, I don't want to be one of those guys in the 89% holding him, so I'd definitely uh, drop him for sure.
0: He just lacks offensive upside. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you, you look at some of these point totals, and, and you had mentioned, like, they've been bad. So. Mm-hmm their last four wins for the Flames are bookended by seven losses. Or I'm sorry, their four wins are bookending seven losses. So they won Mm -hmm. two in a row. Then they before these previous two wins, they lost seven in a row. And then before that, they had had two wins uh, prior to a a previous loss. Mm -hmm. But in his last, what is it? Was that seven? Eleven games. In his last 11 games where the Flames have only won four games, he's playing a lot of ice time. And he's not really hurting your roster. Like, there's only been two games through that eleven where he's a minus one. Don't get me wrong; I I don't want to drop or I don't want to own him. I want to drop him. But in these deeper leagues with like fourteen to sixteen teams, when when you're getting really serious with it, I I, I guess I could see it. But that's really the only circumstance where he's gonna, you know, keep you above water. Like he's getting block shots, he's getting shots on goal. I would imagine in hit hits uh, category leagues, he's doing. Okay, because what else could he be doing? He's got one assist in his last eleven games. Like this, is, this is no good. It's an easy drop, but again, it's got it. You know, it's going to be circumstantial, right? Like I'm, I'm sure there's somebody somewhere listening to this, going like, "This guy's crazy." How are you dropping McKenzie weger He's rock solid. I'm like, well, it's not. I, I can't really argue that because he's not mm-hmm. bad. He, his worst finish is zero point or negative zero point ten, but his highest total across that stretch is nine point seven, and he had an, an assist in that game. His next highest was eight point six, and he finished as a plus one, four shots on goal, and three blocks. Like, it doesn't get that production doesn't get me out of bed in the morning. I'm sorry, like that's not that's not going to do it. You know, there's just so many other guys, and we'll bring them up here at the back end when we get over to the the waiver side, especially for the defensemen. There's random guys that are putting the the, putting the puck in the net, like you know, that are playing defense. Like, there's so many options on the waiver wire for defense. It's crazy. So, knowing that and seeing this production, eh, wrong drop. No, thanks. Another one of your guys, Nick, our boy Martin Nikas of the Carolina Hurricanes. What's up with him? He's got seven goals, 12 assists. Why are so many people eager to drop him right
1: now? Um, he's strung together down the stretch. Uh, he hasn't been really consistent, not getting a lot going over the last couple weeks here. He's had a couple good games, but outside of that, hasn't put the puck in the back of the net since November 4th. I think that could be turning people away. But for me, I'm still holding on to Martin H. S. I I still have Mm -hmm. a lot of hope for him. I like what that Carolina roster is doing. They're a pretty solid team. And he's playing on that second line with another one of my players, Andrei Svechnikov. And so Mm -hmm. I don't have any reason to want to get rid of him right now. He's on the first power play unit on the point with Brent Burns, putting a lot of pucks on the net for sure. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, and he's chosen his shot totals again, three, two, one, six, three. So down the stretch, he's getting a lot of shots on net. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see his plus minus be a little bit better. I think playing on Carolina, that should be inevitable that you're a plus player, but he's sitting in an even zero right now. Can't love it. Can't hate it. But, uh, no, I definitely want to hang on to him for sure. And I like the next few games coming up for the Hurricanes. Colorado will be a tougher one, but Mm -hmm. I do like Minnesota, Winnipeg, and Arizona. I get for uh, Martin H. to get something going. So I'm going to be holding him through this next stretch, and, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say he's a drop candidate yet because he's sitting pretty at rank 40 with 19 points on the year, so he's definitely someone I would want to try and trade before I drop him.
0: Okay, so maybe more of a sell candidate than uh, than a drop candidate.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. The league leader for assists is Nathan <laughs> McKinnon with 20, so not, not terrible. He's in the, like, top 20 conversation there for sure. I was trying to see – my boy rupe hints up in there he's got 13 get him rupe <laughs> get him rupe you know i love that stack i love me some rupe hints and jason robertson wouldn't be a show if i didn't mention him <laughs> all right next up we've got uh jake DeBrusque. uh five goals six assists is a plus six on the season uh what's his deal why are, why are so many people uh getting in on dropping um Debrusque right now
1: uh well for me to start out it would be the ice time i don't like a couple of these games where he's getting 15 minutes i mm-hmm. do think he should be a guy This should be sitting around 17, 18 minutes a night. And Mm -hmm. uh, this Boston Bruins team, they're finally starting to get it back together. Uh, Only piece they're missing right now is Jeremy Swayman, but their Mm -hmm. offense is starting to kind of come back together. And I know, like, when guys like Marshan were out, that uh, David or Jake Debrusque was uh, playing on the first line, I remember. Right. And uh, he was getting a lot more uh, opportunities, a lot more looks. But now they have a fully healthy. Boston Bruins team, I think that's going to start to diminish. While he still has on the first power play, I'll give him that. I think he had a hotter start because he was playing uh top line minutes. And now that he's kind of jumping down the lineup, I think that he'll start to fall off a little bit. And while he is 61% rostered, I don't think that in a deeper league, he's someone that you drop for sure. But if you really need a game and it's coming down to a couple guys to drop, I think Jake DeBrusk would be the one.
0: Yeah, if you're playing in daily roster leagues, this is an easy drop, but I agree with you. Um, you know, if you're in a, you know, daily waivers, you gotta put in your your bids the night before or um well, yeah, your bids. I'm gonna the mm-hmm. league. What am I talking about? Um so yeah, if you got to put all that stuff in the day before, then you know, that type of circumstance or that league format, I would probably be willing to drop him for someone that's just hotter because more than likely I'm gonna own that player for the whole week. And in, in daily, you know, I can I mean I could very well drop him on Tuesday, pick him back up on Friday. You never know. So, yeah, I I don't think he's worth a hold. I I do think that, you know, you can either move him in a trade in a deeper format, kind of like how you had mentioned about Mm -hmm. uh, Nietzsche's, and, you know, you could drop him in in the right circumstance. I don't think there's like an overwhelming argument to uh, hang on to him right now. I think really the big thing is just the Bruins are really good. They've Mm -hmm. only lost one game in the last 12, so they've been great. So that would really be the only thing that would be turning me off is, um, you know, the potential, like you had said, you know, a little bit less playing time. All right, next up we've got uh, Joel Erickson-Eck, not doing much of much. He's had some strong seasons in year, years past. He's dropping off rosters uh, very uh, quickly here. Four goals, six assists this season. Where are you at with uh, Erickson-Eck?
1: Um, I think he is like in Calgary in Minnesota right now. Uh, they've had the, some good stretches, but I think as a whole they're kind of a dumpster fire, especially down the middle. You're mm-hmm. seeing Frederick Goudreau playing their line one center with Kirill the Thrill and uh, Zuccarello, and you're seeing Erickson Eck down on line three. And so in, in the past, Eric Eck, like when they were in the playoffs, when they were making runs, he was always their line one guy. And so seeing right. line three is causing definitely for some concern. While he's still on the first power play and it's still you can't deny line three minutes are going to be a lot different from playing uh, a line one. And while his minutes are still there, again, the opportunities are going to come and go, especially being on the third line. And, yeah, Minnesota, they just haven't been able to string it together. Like I said, they've had a couple uh, good wins here and there. But as a Mm -hmm. whole, they have not been the best hockey team. And they are falling out of playoff contentions early into the year, I think. So definitely someone I would drop for sure, especially with how quick he's dropping. 3% in the last day, he Mm -hmm. is uh, getting off rosters really quick, hitting the waiver wire. And so I don't see any reason why to hold on to him.
0: Yeah. You had mentioned the third line. I just don't like the guys that he's surrounded with, you know, Mason Shaw, Connor Dewar, you know, no Felino, no Boldy, no Kaprizov, no Zuccarello. Like, you know, those guys are putting the puck in the back of the net. Eric Sinek, I think, you know, he's a good two way forward, but he's not someone that's going to be, you know, a you know, they're going to offer you, I should say, booming production uh, in fantasy. So until you see, you know, an, a lineup adjustment, you know, like Nick was mentioning, you know, easy, easy uh, drop or hold a hold away from no, no need to pick him up. If you see him available. Uh, next up we have is Evan Bouchard of the Edmonton Oilers. Kind of a similar situation um, to um, who's the last defenseman uh, Mackenzie Weger that we talked about where not a lot of points there, but a real pretty high ownership, not as high as Weger. He's at 72%, but he's a minus six on the season. He's got just five assists. So not really much here. Why is he? Why is everyone on this guy? Because he plays for the Oilers.
1: Yeah, I think he's because he plays for the Oilers, and the Oilers do have a lot of name brand value. I think, but so far I'm not a big fan of the Oilers right now, especially with Jack Campbell over there. Jack Campbell, and you know a thing or two about Jack Campbell because you've seen a thing or two with Jack Campbell. He has not been the best this year, and no, he's so. Not. Uh, yeah, I think that has something to do with it, too. I think uh, it's going to be harder to defend him of a goalie that's not that good, and is showing with Evan Bouchard. The ice time is there, but the production's not there, and mm. he's sitting on the second D pair on the, and on the second power play, too. So he's getting minimal you know, opportunities to get the puck on the net, and so I don't see much reason to want to hold on to him right now. I would rather almost like a Tyson Berry over him if you're just mm-hmm. talking about the Edmonton roster cuz yeah I definitely uh don't see a lot of upside for Bouchard.
0: I don't know why everyone owns him. He should be an easy mm-hmm. drop candidate. Even if you're, you know, even if everything's going well and this guy's on your roster, like it's time to get, find an upgrade. Like come on. Like mm-hmm. he's done nothing. Nothing. 2.7 yeah, uh, negative points 0.10 negative 1.1, negative 2.2, nine. There was a good game. There was a good game on the first of November. That was the last one. Uh, 3.8, 11.8, 3.8, 13.4. I'm guessing that's when people were really on him, was, you know, again, another, you know, good finish to the end of uh, the month of October. But man, November's been dinky due for Evan Bouchard. No, you got to get that, you got to get him off your roster in a hurry. Um, yeah, no profounding uh, criteria there to to add him or to keep him rostered. All right, last up here on the drop list, we have Brian Rust. Uh, Brian not doing much of much. Four goals, four assists. He's a minus five. He's on it an 81% clip. This is another one. My hands are up in the air, Nick. What's going on?
1: Um, I couldn't tell you with Brian Rust. The Pittsburgh Penguins have been struggling, but they're kind of starting to get it back together. But still... Not there yet. They're bad. They're bad yeah, anyway. they're, they're they're a dumpster fire. They're, it's hard to make a case for them, but I think the team as a whole will turn it around. But for right now, I don't think Brian Russ is going to turn it around. He's another situation where he is sitting pretty on the first line up there with uh, Sidney Crosby and Jake Goetzel. So you'd expect this guy to be feeding and dishing and getting a lock Owen playing with Crosby not, and Not be minus five. Yeah. <laughs> you'd expect. I'd expect a lot more from this guy and he's sitting on the first power play with them as well with uh, on forward with Malkin and Getzel. So he's playing alongside guys where he should be getting alongside or getting production alongside them. And so, yeah, the fact that that's not there, playing with high caliber talent, definitely someone you get rid of right now. And like I said, this team has been terrible. There's no other way to try and put it. I tried to change it up, but yeah. It's, they lost to Montreal. You got losses to Seattle, Buffalo, Seattle again, Calgary in the dumpster fire they have. So yeah, mm-hmm. not a lot of upside for the Penguins and or Brian Rust.
0: What do I? That's the last of our droppables here. But I got to ask you, you know, what do I do with like Johnny Goudreau? You know, like he is some sort of bad. And I and I literally, he's ninety nine percent rostered. I can't drop him. He's not that much better than Brian Rust. He's six goals, six assists, and he's a minus four. Brian rust has more shots on net. <laughs> like what?
1: what? Yeah. Johnny hockey is definitely a tough one for sure. I knew there was a lot of high expectations for him coming into Columbus. Cause everyone's like, Oh, he's going to play alongside Patrick line. probably remember Cole when this injured.
0: guy turned down the new Jersey devils. Can you imagine this is, that right this now? Ridiculous.
1: This ridiculous.
0: His agent should be fired.
1: I can't imagine him on that stack Devils team with Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer over there. That would just be insane. I th- New Jersey would be a Cup contender, but yeah, looking at Johnny Goudreau right now, it's just right now, not there for him. The team is—it's another situation. The team's not doing good, and yeah, you can't drop him because he's locked, and so he's no, in he's, the minus.
0: He's literally locked. Like mm-hmm. Yahoo will not let me drop mm-hmm. him given his draft status. And it's just like, sorry, pal, you're just going to have to ride this one out. Like what? I can't get up from the table. What do you mean? No, You just got to sit down and deal with it, buddy.
1: I don't like Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. He's got very similar production to a lot of the guys on this list. And yeah, I think he's definitely a trade candidate for sure. Cause that's all you're going to be able to really get for him.
0: So that's, and that's what I want to ask you is, is what do you really think that I could get for him right now? He has 12 points. Six goal, six goals, six assists. Like I said, he's a minus mm-hmm. four. He's got 43 shots on net, like one of the lower totals on my roster. Uh, Patrick Kane has 39 shots. Dear God, he's the other one I'm about to bring up. He has the same amount of points. Jesus Christ. Johnny Goudreau also has zero power play points. Like, what the hell is that right now? Like, That's,
1: what? Yeah, I can't imagine. This is it's hard to even comprehend that zero power play points for Johnny Goudreau. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it's, there's, it's hard to find a, you know, spot where you can get him. I think maybe if you're looking for like an even, it's hard to find like someone, cause there's guys that are going to be on the upswing that mm-hmm. owners are going to say, Hey, I don't want to get rid of him. This guy's hot. And right, there's right. going to be guys that are also declining that are going to try to be traded so i think yeah you might have to probably go with someone that is on the decline that still has a high ceiling i would say maybe like a mark stone could be a good example our waivers
0: it's like the top almost 50 players are better than those two players on waivers Mm -hmm. it's not fair it's not it's not cool jonathan taves has more points than both of them
1: yeah and i only i only say mark stone because He's off to a little bit of a colder start, similar to Goudreau, but he's got got points in, I think, three of the last five games here. And, uh, yeah, he's on a team with a lot more potential compared to Columbus. Mm. The Golden Knights are hot right now, and I think someone like him definitely has a better chance of turning it around compared to Johnny Goudreau because he also just doesn't have a lot to work with in Columbus. Now that lining is gone, you got like Boone Jenner, Cole Sillinger, Brasovic. You don't have like any other name brand stars like he had in Calgary with Lindholm right. and Kachuk, Manjiapani guys throughout the whole lineup where you could put with him and he's going to do well. But yeah, he just doesn't have that in Columbus.
0: All right, so what, one more question before we go to the break and pay some bills here: Kane or Goudreau, who do you want to hold and who do you want? Who do you want to sell? Who's going to have the better finish to the year?
1: That's a tough one because Patrick Kane has. He's been very streaky, at least from what I've watched with the Blackhawks. I think it's really, yeah, it's just weird watching them play because it's either one night Kane is on and Kane's doing really well, but the next night Taze is on, and they're never on the same level. Taves is I, on
0: every night. What are you talking about? Every
1: night. Hey, he uh, he missed for me with an anytime point against Anaheim, and I'm very disappointed about that. But well, Who Patrick, told you
0: to go take anytime point props for Jonathan Taves? What the hell? I did after
1: a hit against LA, and he was on this big little. Street. He was on, yeah. He was you on can't be going back here. to the well
0: like that, man. I I see what you're doing there. I see what you're. I see your little trend
1: plays. Yeah, I was paying plus money. Over, Jonathan Hayes over half a point. I had to try and. There's go a with. reason
0: it's plus money.
1: <laughs> but no, going back to it, Patrick Kane. Yeah, um, I would. It's really hard. Both of those teams don't have a lot going for them. But mm-hmm. I would probably say if I were to get rid of one right now it would probably be Patrick Kane. I think um, Johnny Goudreau, will have, he'll have more something more to work with once mm-hmm. Patrick Line comes back. He'll have something to play alongside. Well, Patrick Kane, they're just kind of throwing darts over there. He's got Dolmy and Athanasiou, but they're kind of flashing the pan on and off, really hard to tell with those guys. And so, yeah, I would just go Goudreau because, yeah, he's going to have someone more consistent to play with with line Not saying is the best, but he's better than the guys that Patrick Kane's playing alongside.
0: Dang. I thought Max Domi was like your boy.
1: What happened? Max Domi? Yeah, I thought that was your guy. I had him for like a couple games. He was like, yeah, I'm, he's going to do good. And then, yeah, just kind of fell off the cliff. Like a lot of guys off the waiver wire.
0: Unreal, unreal. All right, we'll be right back after this. Uh, we're going to be back with um, waiver wire ads, some trending waiver ads this week. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of WIN Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with WIN Rewards on WIN Bet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During the WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great, pro- great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer: bet hundred, win a hundred. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700.
1: We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll. $250 $250 cash, and a $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. Make sure to check out all the World Cup content at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Get your holiday merch done early at the SGPN merch store. SGPN is a perfect stop stocking stuffer for the G-Gen in your life. Plus, from now until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use promo code sucks That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code Dallas sucks.
0: Can't even beat the Packers. My God. <laughs> not the Dallas Stars, though. That's not who we're, we're referring to. We love the Dallas Stars, Rupa hints, Jason Robertson. Gods. All right. That's yeah, Jamie ben in that mix. No, 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 no. That's, that's 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 the old that's the old regime. No, no. Hey, I know Jamie he's Ben's back. been on a tear lately. I know he's been on a tear. I, I see the numbers. It's all good and fun. We brought him up last week. It's the Jason Robertson Rupa Hint show. Don't you forget it. All right. (laughs) Moving on to the players to add. While Brian Rust is down, Jason Zucker is up three assists in his last game. Five points in his last three games has two goals out of his last three games on fire right now through this last uh, road game session at Montreal, at Toronto, at D.C., at the Capitals. Uh, The team won two games out of that three. What do you think about uh, Jason Zucker? Seems like a good one.
1: Yeah, I would fire up some Jason Zucker for sure. Uh, Putting it together, the ice time's low, but he is sitting on the second line right now with Malkin and Raquel. And so Mm -hmm. I really like that combination there. I really like who he's playing alongside. And I like this schedule too a lot for the Pittsburgh Penguins playing up against the Maple Leafs, uh, the Wild, the Jets, and our Blackhawks in their next few games here. And so definitely a lot of winnable games for the Penguins and a lot of opportunity for Jason Zucker to get on the score sheet and it only uh 29% roster definitely going to be available in your league and definitely someone you should get on for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm with it. Uh, The three point game definitely does it for me. 20 points, 13.6, 12 and a half his last three. He did have a a bad game up against Seattle at home on the fifth of this month, but the two games prior to that 9.7, 6.7, you know, so what? His last six games, he only has one really down game. So I'm definitely buying the uh, the upswing here from Zucker. Four goals, nine assists on the season, and he's a plus six. He's doing things right, not getting scored on. Um, yeah, definitely a, a good target. Only 29 percent rostered right now on Yahoo platforms. Uh, next up, another New Jersey Devil, Thomas Tatar. Three goals, eight assists on the season. He's coming off of games with back-to-back goals. Has what is that?
1: Three, five, six, seven, eight,
0: nine, ten. Through his last seven games, ten points in his last seven games. He's looking really good.
1: Yeah, I actually just picked up Mr. Tata right before the show. Got on him a little bit. And, uh, no, I really like his production as of late. New Jersey has been an absolute unit to start the season. And like 12-3, no big deal. About, Yeah, imagine that Johnny Goudreau. That would be probably uh, 15-0. and but uh, maybe, <laughs> yeah, it's possible. But yeah, you got Tatar playing in the top line with T-shirt and Zutterland, Fabian Zutterland, new mm-hmm. face to me. And But uh, yeah, he's getting a lot done with those guys right now, sitting on the second power play unit. Nothing too big there. But uh, yeah, the production is there for him. And uh, yeah, he's got points in what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12. 11 of his last 12. And, uh, yeah, it only 17% rostered. Um, definitely somebody should get on and 12% rostered in 12% roster the last day. So he's going quick. And so I would get on him while you can for sure. And he is one of those guys too, that plays left and right wing, which is also huge to have on your fantasy team.
0: Yeah. There's just a ton of positive production here. He hasn't finished, um, you know, less than a, less than a zero or a minus one in 10 straight games. Devils are on fire. He's playing on that top line on the top unit. Uh, just, the assists are really what does it for me. I mean, that, that, mm-hmm. that group is just scoring and it's, you, it's very evident from his assist total. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think he has all eight of his assists in his like last, what is it? Eight or nine games? Yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Out of his last 10 games, he has eight assists. Those were his all eight assists on the season. So dude's absolutely on fire right now. Definitely worth a, a look on your fantasy rosters. 17% rostered, inexcusable. Get him on your roster. Uh, next up, we have a defenseman, uh, F- uh, Philip Horanick. Uh, I think we may have mentioned him a couple episodes ago. We had a bit of a dip, and we're back a little bit back up again. He's coming off a game with 27 minutes played, almost half the whole game, with a goal and an assist, a power play point, three shots on goal, and a couple of blocks. I will say the games prior, they're not great, but they're really not that bad. You know, 2.6, 2.7, 13.3, and even 0, 7.8, 4.9. And that gets you all the way back to October 31st. Uh, I think this is pretty viable production here.
1: Yeah, for sure. I saw you just picked him up right before the show. So you clearly think this production is viable. But I've also rotated him in the lineup throughout the year. And yeah, he's been very solid so far. The Detroit Red Wings are actually surprising a lot of people right now coming out pretty hot. I think they're sitting around 7-5, and five roughly. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of upside being on the Detroit Red Wings right now. They are uh, doing a good job overall, and Philip Peronic has been a big part of that, sitting on the second D pair with uh, Olimata. Mata. And while he is on the second power play, and that's too much to brag about, he's still getting a lot of opportunities to get the puck on that. Mm-hmm. He's averaging just around 3 four shots a game, except a uh, game against the Rangers at seven. So getting mm-hmm. the puck on that, uh, making the most of his ice time, getting over 20 minutes every game seems like a home run for me. No, I think, I think it's solid.
0: Uh, he's off to a great start here. Uh, one goal, nine assists, a plus four. And, and just look at the ice time. There's like one game out of his last 10 where he's played under 21 minutes. Like the dude's just on the ice all the time. A lot of opportunity there. Uh, if the, plus minus column was a lot worse than yeah he wouldn't be much of much because then he's just a guy that plays a lot that gets scored on a lot you know but he's doing right. good uh, like so seth some, jones. Uh, yeah uh, seth jones hurt he hurt <laughs> don't be picking on hurt people was that was that caleb jones that made that uh idiotic pass what yeah i that? think it was 80 82 right yeah caleb jones yeah man those, mm-hmm. dudes, those dudes in the family. yeah i can pick on caleb he's an idiot he was on the ice, gave it right to the dude. My God. I'm, I'm, that was, that was like the first game I had taken off in a while. So, man, was mm-hmm. I happy. I was like, man, geez, I made a good decision today. Uh, next one up we've got is, uh, Mr. Jake Bean. That is not a mispronunciation, unless it's like, what's his name? Velardi Nick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Velardi. <laughs> That's an NHL name spelling pronunciation joke uh Mm -hmm. one goal five assists on the season he's a minus two ten percent rostered uh but these last set of games been pretty solid lots of folks are picking him up it's not my brand of coffee to be honest but it's pretty popular ad right now what do you think
1: yeah i think uh for our league he doesn't seem like a right fit but if you're in a categories league for sure he is racking up those shots on goal and blocked i know a couple games ago against philly racked up six blocks and uh yeah that's where he's getting a lot of his points from he's not really a guy that's getting in on the uh box score for goals and assists as mm-hmm. of late but the shots on goal and blocks are something for sure that you can get on uh with Jake Bean And yeah you know, like i said categories league perfect guy but just for our league points league just not a good fit but if you're in that situation only 10% roster can uh win you a couple of categories there for sure
0: yeah i'm a, i'm a, i'm ai am it's a new no. It's a no for me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pass. I'm a pass. Uh, I got another defenseman I'm going to bring up. I thought he was next, and I was about to segue mm-hmm. into him. But instead, Arthur Kalayev of the Los Angeles Kings, only 15% rostered, um, doing pretty good. Uh, four points last two games, coming off a two-goal performance in just 12 minutes of playing time. This is one of those situations, not a lot of minutes, but a lot of production. What yeah,
1: Kaliev that? is a spot in a spot like that. Not a lot of minutes, but a lot of production there. Um he's actually on the fourth line, which is crazy to me. And he's so- not
0: he's not playing more than like 13 minutes a game, but 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12. That's 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 points in his last 12 games. He hasn't played a game over 13 minutes.
1: <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah, someone's got to call management. You know, move around, uh, Mr. Velarde, and get this guy. You know, some better minutes. But uh, yeah, he's making the best of that <clears throat> of what he has with his ice time, and uh, yeah, showing his production. He's been on the box score for goals and assists a lot so far. Uh, six goals, seven assists on the year. Definitely someone you should get on. Like the schedule coming up with Edmonton, Vancouver, and Seattle. The Kings have been hot. kaliev has been hot. Why not stay hot and uh, pick up Kaliev? I don't know.
0: I mean, it's it's to me, it's very, very risk reward because it feels Mm -hmm. like any time, you know, the wheels can fall off of this ride. Mm -hmm. If you need it, if you're desperate this week, uh, I know for sure, like in my two leagues in my category Uh league, I'm behind already. And in my points league, I'm behind already because I just didn't have Monday games. I cannot Mm -hmm. stand that. And my team is so damn good in both leagues. I don't want to move off of anybody. Right. mentioned picking up Heronic. I didn't. i had to drop Carter Varahi or Varahi. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted to hold him, but I'm down by like 20 points. I'm scared. I don't want to lose. Mm-hmm. I like what yeah, I, you don't want I, me to catch up to you. Platinum status, baby. I, I didn't even mention that at the beginning of the show. Platinum <laughs> status, baby. Oh, you're getting up there in the world. That's right. That's right, pal. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took long enough. Yeah. Yeah. I play a lot. I don't know what to tell you, pal. Yeah, yeah. And some years I don't pay
1: attention at all. So what do you want me to do? Yeah, I've been playing since like 2007, finally getting the platinum status. How about it?
0: I don't know if they had platinum status back then, pal. All right, just calm down. <laughs> All right, this is a defenseman that I do want to pick up, Nick Perbix of the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's got six points in – what is well, he has six points on the season, three goals and three assists, but he has four of those points – excuse me, five of those points, my God, uh, in his last four games. He's looking very good. Definitely is somebody that's creeping into the back of fantasy, uh, hockey owners heads. Um, 3% roster, 3% rostered plus 3% in the last day. So what's going down uh, going down in Tampa. That's uh, getting this kid, this playing time.
1: You know, I'll be honest. I had no clue who Nick Perbix was until <laughs> this morning. I, I, I genuinely, I follow a lot of hockey, but I did have no clue who this guy was until, uh, I woke up to make my moves, and uh, no, he's definitely making a name for himself. Uh, Three goals and three assists on the year, and a plus seven on a Tampa team that's doing meh, all right. He's putting the puck in the back of the net, goals in three of his last four games, which is not something you see from a defenseman very often. And uh, yeah, the ice time is getting there. He's got a couple games with 18, 19 minutes. And, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think he's someone, like you said, that is definitely going to creep in the back of fantasy owners' minds. And it's someone that uh, you shouldn't forget about right away. He's similar. I remember last year I picked up uh, Troy Terry when he was 1% rostered. And then he became, you know, Troy Terry. And then, yeah, I moved him off for a lot, a way bigger package later in the year. And so, who knows? Maybe this guy could uh, end up being something like that if he keeps up this production. But, yeah, guy never heard of comes out and is doing all this, I definitely want to get a piece of the pie with Mr. Pervix.
0: Yeah, I'm all about it. Uh, give me a reason to drop you, buddy, and, and I'll do it. But hopefully you don't. You know, that's, <laughs> that's as simple as it is. 3% rostered, plus three across the last day. Not many folks are in on this guy yet. So he's definitely worth a, a pickup and a hold until he mm-hmm. gives you a reason to, uh, to drop him. I was trying to pull up their injuries and their lines, but for some reason, oh, there it goes daily face off was down and now it is back he is on the second pairing with Ser- Sergachev, and let's see eric cernak
1: is out yeah Cernak, bogo and calfoot are all out so this guy's getting the call and he's making the best of his call
0: all right so we'll see we'll see what happens there uh definitely a situation to follow uh, I feel like if perbex keeps up this production he's going to be earning himself a uh, an inked spot on this roster so definitely something to follow here uh, another Pittsburgh Penguin that is doing well is uh, Marcus Pedersen uh, on defense. Uh, he has 0 goals but has 7 assists and is a plus 7 on the season. I don't I don't mind this at all. Um I have, you know, plenty of guys in like my category leagues that don't do much of offense and they just lock it down, but uh, Peterson does have 3 assists in his last 3 games, one assist in each of his last 3. He's looking really good and he has seen a bit of an uptick in playing time his last uh, you know, Definitely his last three games, but in total, across his like last 10, like the playing time is up. So, uh, to me, I I like this option. I want to give me some Marcus. uh, Is it Pedersen or Peterson? A lot of T's, a lot of S's.
1: I believe it's Pedersen, Petter, Petter, Petter. Patter, Petter, 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 Patterson.
0: All right, what do you think?
1: But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of upside to him. I think he's another guy that's definitely a must add or close to it in the categories league. Uh, his shots on goal are there. His blocks are there. He's contributing on that front. The points are there. Points in his last three games, plus seven on the year. While he doesn't have any goals on the year, I know one game he played like he put one in the back and that had an assist for 14 points, plus two, four shots on goal, three blocks. So he's contributing on all fronts except the the goals, but uh, that can be overlooked based on how his other production has been. Mm. Only 6% rostered. Definitely someone that's going to be available in your league for sure and definitely someone that i think uh should be added for sure in a lot of leagues and uh yeah i didn't have a chance to pull up the lines but he is currently sitting on the first d pair with nice. uh chris Latang. and so yeah he's getting a lot of t- ice time on that first pair definitely a lot of upside for mr Petterson
0: yeah i got uh, luke shen on my categories team he doesn't do anything he's got one goal six assists he's a plus seven Gets it done. Mm-hmm. You know what he does do? He hits the shit out of people. He had twelve hits three games ago. That was absolute awesome. unit. <laughs> absolute unit. You know who sucks in category leagues, and I'm still holding on to him is Jacob Truba. Oh my god. Oh, that guy is
1: just a waste of cap.
0: Uh, he's he's been a waste of a lot of space on my roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got Hampus Lindholm pretty much locking it down. I went to like the uh the three man D uh, mm-hmm. approach in that league because. I was just like, well, I mean, if I can't add players every day, I might as well have just a bunch of offense, right? Right. So there we go. Uh, Jake Ottinger back in net, doing good things. Sorry, I shouldn't be checking my, shouldn't be checking my score right now. Getting excited. Oh, you're not the only
1: one. I've been silently checking my score as well. (laughs) Well, I'm doing it a little bit
0: louder. All right, next guy (laughs) up here, we've got is uh, Miles Wood of the New Jersey Devils. Miles Wood is that dude. Like, he is a great two way physical player. This is another situation where the production is there, but the playing time is not. Is this a situation where you would buy buy into where you know that uh, criteria is critical?
1: Um, I would like to see him move up the lineup, and I've seen it before. I know Miles Wood is a guy who's moved throughout the lineup. I've seen him play on mm-hmm. line one, I've seen him play on line four, and right now he's playing on line four and he's kicking ass on line four. And so, uh, yeah, he's hot right now. I think he'll move up the lineup for sure. I think uh, guys like Fabian Zetterlin, never heard of him. I think he he'll, he'll uh, move out of, in and out of the lineup. I think he'll create a lot more room for a guy like Miles Wood to uh, make his way up the lineup. And yeah, definitely a lot of upside for him for sure. And yeah, mm-hmm. definitely someone I wouldn't you know be rushing to add him. I wouldn't have you know all my pennies in on Miles Wood, but definitely if he was there, I think I would definitely. Take a look at him.
0: I don't know if Miles Wood is going to get up to the top line with like Nico Heischer and Thomas Tatar because I, I, I just don't know if he's going to fit well with those guys. But I do feel like he can play well, very well actually with either uh Bogfist or Dawson Mercer, because Dawson Mercer mm. and Bogfist play a, a pretty similar game. And Eric Halla is a pretty good two-way forward where he can mix in offense and defense. Like, yeah, he's gonna lock you up in the corners, but he can score as well. So that to me, I, I think would be a really good spot. The line I don't want to mess with at all is Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratt, and Igor Sharangovich That that's the unit right there. Like those guys oh, yeah. are absolutely getting it done. Um, honestly, they could be line one here. I mean, line one and line two, I don't think there's like a big disparity of talent. So I'd like to see Miles Wood kind of get moved up into that third line. I think those minutes along with, uh, you know, any potential power play time, he is on the second power play unit with Hala and Zetterland. So I feel like maybe, you know, him and Hala might be able to get some things going and maybe get them, um, get them bumped up the roster. They have no, no, they do. Andres Pallad is on the IR and... Mackenzie Blackwood. So, that oh no, he's yeah. what am I talking about? Oh, yeah. they got three goalies on the IR or no, well, Vanisex day to day. Excuse me, but it also
1: says Vanisex in the lineup on there. Golly, what's gonna happen? It also said on it with Edmonton that there's two Tyson Berries in the lineup when I looked at um, their lines.
0: Man, daily face off, you got to do be- better. You know what it means? It's gonna be, it's gonna mean Schmidt, Schmidt, <laughs> Akira Schmidt, backup goalie. I think he I, got
1: a couple wins actually.
0: Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say I'm surprised he didn't make the uh make the show sheet because I feel like mm-hmm. he does have two wins because the team's only lost like three times. Yeah, and he's played. Let's see, he's got two wins and two starts. Akira Schmid, you're welcome, y'all. That l- little bonus ad if yeah you, if you're that desperate. Uh, it's the end of the first, and he is not playing, so I'm assuming that uh, Vitek Vanasek is back. But I would also assume that you know the Schmid character is going to get in the net.
1: Mm-hmm. Schmid, Schmid. Mr. Akira, sorry. what can you new, say?
0: New new girl jokes. Sorry, sorry. All right, that's the uh, that's the show for today. Do You have anything else to uh, share with the folks before we head out?
1: Yeah, check me out on uh, Twitter. Face off with OZ. Talk about hockey, fancy hockey content, NHL hockey, as well as uh, ONU Tigers hockey on Twitter. Follow me and what I'm doing uh, with my college hockey career. Yep,
0: absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at SGPNJB. Take care, be well, be good, and we will be back next week. See you.